Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1598. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars. Yeah, I'm revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest calling in from San Antonio, Texas, by the name of Jack Chisenall. Jack Chisenall is the president of Vintage Air. Known as the world's fastest air conditioning company, their goal is to provide owners of street rods, sports trucks, and performance cars with the finest air conditioning components available. Jack founded Vintage Air back in 1976 after leaving uh, from the Air Force and working in manufacturing for a few years. His passion and dedication helped him establish an entirely new sector within the aftermarket automotive space. During Vintage Air's 44 years in business, Jack has earned multiple awards and recognitions for his vital role in the automotive specialty equipment industry. And then in 2010, he was presented with the Robert E. Peterson Lifetime Achievement Achievement Award for his passion for the industry and helping to change the shape of the hot rod market for all of us. By the way, for you regular listeners, back in February of 2017, Rick Love, who is the executive vice president of the Vintage Air Company, his interview is number 706. He was a guest here, and you can go back and find his show on the Cars yeah! website. We'll be back in a minute to talk to Jack, but first, a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. So stay in your seat, stay cool, and we'll be right back. Did you know Covercraft is much more than car covers? They offer protection for the inside of your vehicles too. Sunscreens to keep your vehicles cool and protected from the sun's damaging UV rays. Dash pads that do the same so your dash stays looking new without all those ugly cracks and fading. The seat covers that are easily removed for washing are awesome, but it's their custom fit floor mats that I really love. Is your vehicle getting a little long in tooth? Well, there's no better way to give it a new car look than with a custom fit floor mat and trunk mat. I replace mine every few years with something a little different, contrasting, just to have some fun. It stops that urge to buy a new car, and more importantly, it protects the factory carpets, so when it's time to sell your vehicle, it looks brand new. They're easy to clean, they secure to the floor for safety, and they look oh so good. Don't forget your trunk, too. Custom fit trunk liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect protection for the factory carpets from all those things that can stain and damage the floor of your vehicles. Check out Covercraft.com for a huge number of styles, colors, and options that'll make you smile. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YAH120, that's Y-E-A-H-120 at Covercraft.com, you get 10% off your Covercraft order. So go to Covercraft.com today and use the code YAH120 at checkout. Tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Covercraft. They've got you covered. So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're a racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, you start Adobe Road Winery. It's located in Petaluma, California, and he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series. Four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. 
Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today, I'm going to talk about Shift. This wine was awarded 93 points by Robert Parker's Wine Advocate. It's balanced and spicy with dark blueberries and a cigar aroma. The unique bottle shape features a vintage-inspired metal gated shift back with carbon fiber, and the cork is topped with a five-speed shift knob. That's right. There's going to be some battles at the dinner table on who gets to keep the cork after this bottle has been enjoyed. The Racing Series is a delicious gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word in caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly right at your door. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout and get $10 off your purchase from the Racing Series today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYEAH today. Cheers! The 4th Annual Saratoga Motor Car Auction will take place on Friday, September 18th and Saturday, September 19th. It will be held at the Saratoga Performing Arts Center in the beautiful Saratoga Spa State Park, located in upstate New York. Presented by the Saratoga Automobile Museum, a not-for-profit institution, this live event continues to be the premier collector car auction for the Northeastern United States. Proceeds from the auctions help support the museum's educational programs and exhibits that engage, educate, and inspire the automotive community. To consign your vehicle, view current inventory, and register to bid, visit SaratogaMotorCarAuctions.org. There you can learn how finance partner J.J. Best Bank and insurer partner Haggerty can help put you in your dream vehicle. That's SaratogaMotorCarAuctions.org. Hey, Jack. Welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Got my five-point harness on. Okay, and I'm assuming the air conditioning is turned on, too, because it is summertime, so it might be a little warm out there, right? It is warm. It's uh, it was when, early this morning when we went walking. It was in it's in the nineties. Oh my gosh, mid nineties. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's pretty warm today. <laughs> pretty warm today. Well, listen, as we continue, or let's say as we start this journey of yours, I'm going to ask you this: What's one little thing that most people don't know about you, Jack? Well, one thing most people now everybody at work knows about this. But very few other people do. Okay, every day, just about every day, I I go on Skype with my son who lives in New York, and he uh, he trains me uh, in practicing yoga. Really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome! Wow. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this because I've always been interested in yoga, and I have not had the patience to start doing it. But I've always thought it was really a valuable tool. My dad did yoga every day. Uh, what's the secret to starting and doing yoga? Well, one, if you have a son that is an instructor. <laughs> can I just log into your morning Skype meetings with your son and he you can teach what? me I'll, too? I'll give you a phone number and you can call him and, and you can try it. Okay. Helpful. All right. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, he, you know, he started that and I, well, I walk a lot. My wife and I walk a lot every day. We uh-huh. walk every morning and we take a, a walk and we walk pretty fast, you yep. know, and, and so my legs would get real tight. And I, I found out that I needed to do something. Get, I wasn't, yeah. you know, hobbling, hobbling along all the time. So yeah. 
you know, I talked to him about it. He says, I think, well, what happened is I went to the doc and the doc started giving me therapy. And I noticed that a lot of the things they were doing to me were the same thing he did in his classes. So I thought, so I I called him and I said, Hey, you know what? I think that you're a lot cheaper than this doctor (laughs) that's giving all this stuff. (laughs) And I've been doing it ever since. And that's probably 10, 12 years ago. Wow. Well, good for you. I know it's good for you. And I think the secret for me is I just have to do it and stop procrastinating. So you've given me some inspiration here today, Jack. I appreciate that. As we start on this journey of your life, I would love for you to share a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that's been instrumental in your success in your life. So grab the wheel, Jack. Well, here's one I say a lot as a, you know, as friends and stuff. I, I say, if you love what you do at your work, you won't have to work a day in your life. <laughs> yeah, the old quote from Henry Ford. Exactly. Obviously, we know building a business over 44 years does include a little bit of work, but how is that concept incorporated into the last 40, I mean, 44 years, that's incredible. How is that that thought process incorporated into your life and what you do every day? Well, because, you know, when I was a kid, I just, uh, I got into old cars and, um, you know, I just started working on them and I, and I just enjoy working on old cars. So I won't say it was a hobby because that's the only cars I really drove to school and everything, but it's something I really, really love to do. And had a Model A Ford, and, that, and uh, I uh, put a V8, you know, an early V8 uh, flathead into it, a Mercury flathead into it, and it just went from there, you know. That didn't have quite enough power, so I figured I'd better put an overhead valve in it, and it just took <laughs> off from there. And I just I just enjoyed, always enjoyed that part of it. I, I, like, I think I like the fabrication side of it and the build, you know, as much as anything, but... Yeah. Uh, I did like working on them, and I like to build the parts that always like to build parts, which follows real closely to what I do now. So, Well, you know what's great about what you guys do there at Vintage Air is you make old cars enjoyable for those of us who would like to drive them more often. If you live somewhere like Texas where it can get a little warm, trying to drive a hot rod or some kind of old vehicle that doesn't have air can get pretty uncomfortable pretty fast. So let's dig a little deeper into what your company, Vintage Air, does. So tell our listeners more about Vintage Air, the kind of products you make and what you're doing for people, those of us who love old cars. Well, what we started out as in the early days was mainly for hot rods, early cars, 1932 Fords to 1948 Fords. And that was the first thing I started. But as time went along, you know, my growing up, I was in high school and everything and doing my hot riding in the 50s. So it was all about hot rods. Muscle cars hadn't come on the scene yet. Mm. So then the muscle cars did come out and they got so popular. And there's so many people driving muscle cars. I couldn't afford one in high school, but I wanted one. But those cars got to be old cars. As the muscle cars became vintage cars, it kind of came into, you know, we decided, took a look at it and said, hey, you know what? That's the next step for us. Oh, yeah. And what was nice about the muscle cars was they were performance cars to begin with. So they had good performance. You could work with what was there and allowed us to build very specific kits for those cars yeah. without radically tearing up the car. So we build a lot of uh, air conditioners for muscle cars now. And most of those are specific what we call sure-fit kits, which means you really just need hand tools pretty much to put them on and some special air conditioning equipment like gauges if you want to charge them things like that. But basically, you just need basic hand tools and the uh, kit 
pretty much uh, goes in without drilling and cutting a bunch of stuff. We try to use existing uh, holes and ports in the in the car and do it that way so you don't have to reinvent your car to get it in there. That yeah. should go in pretty easily. Yeah, you know, I have a friend who had a very cool VW, uh, older VW bus made. I mean, they put a Porsche 964 engine in it. They put the Porsche suspension. They even put a Porsche 5-gauge dash in that thing. Highly, highly modified. Yeah. Uh, but he wanted to ship it over to Hawaii uh, as a family car over there for his Hawaii home. So they ended up putting your system into that vehicle so that they could stay cool in, in the warm Hawaiian sun. It worked great. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, very cool. I did something similar. I put a Porsche engine into one of those vans. And when you would launch at the stoplight, the back end would just go up, <laughs> up, up, up. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. It's They weren't quite designed to have that much power. But nope. when you put in the McPherson struts and you put in the suspension, yeah. Uh, that that will help keep that thing planted a little better. Just don't go around a yep, corner yep. too fast. Uh, they're, well, they, can, they can be a little top-heavy. You know, one thing I always like to ask my guest here as we roll through your life is for you to talk about a challenge. And the reason I bring this up is not to dwell up the past or anything bad, but it's more about the lesson you learned and how you carried forward after that situation in a positive way. So take us down a little history path here. Tell us what you went through and how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your business and your career? Well, so when we started, as I said, it was what I didn't tell you is that we started out more as a service and parts business. We were installing and repairing air conditioners Mm -hmm. for people. We would install them for the new car dealerships. If they order, in those days, the new car dealerships would order trucks with no air conditioning. So they would come to us and we would install air conditioning in those new trucks so we did that, and we did uh, installations on regular cars, mm-hmm. and we sold parts, uh, replacement parts for the for the cars. You know, if the guy had a '65 Impala, we could sell the compressors and the, all the air conditioning parts. And if they if they wanted to, we would install them for them, you know, and repair the car. Right. So that's how we got started. But I knew, kind of like I told you earlier, that that all I ever wanted to do was make things, and so. As soon as I could, I started making parts. In fact, it was within the first year. Started making parts like brackets for hot rods, the compressor mounting bracket, and the condenser. One thing about the early cars, like a 32 Ford, is that radiator was very tall and narrow, which was just the opposite of what you had in the new cars. If right. you if you took that radiator and laid it on its side, it would probably fit in that 65 impound. But <laughs> yeah. but but in a Model A, it went vertical, and so that meant the condenser. Any of the con- there were no condensers anywhere, that, and the condenser is the part that goes in front of the radiator. Right. And uh, there were no condensers available that would work properly on a 32 Ford, mm. and that kind of was maybe what really launched us because we had a company uh, manufacture those condensers for us, and and we started doing that, and that. Uh, that helped us really get a foothold in the market because nobody else, you know, basically knew how to do that. Oh. And uh, we kind of, it kind of gave us an in in the hot rod marketplace. And that was my first interest anyway. Yeah. And then we built the inside unit, the evaporator, which goes inside. And early on, I went partners with a, a guy that built fiberglass parts for the old cars. Mm-hmm. And it was Polyform Industries, a guy named Dick uh, Williams. So you guys remember him. Anyway, we built a dashboard, and in the dashboard, out at the edges and in the center, 
we put little holes, we put moldings there where the vents would fit into it. You could put that dashboard in place of a 32 Ford or a Model A Ford, yeah. and it would have all the vents in it. And so it would look like, okay, this car came with air conditioning, you know? Yeah. And so that was another another uh, thing that we did early on. And those things, that's how we kind of got going. And so in the first year, which was 1976, I think we it was at Tulsa, the Street Rod Nationals, <laughs> took our van up there and yeah. opened the door and started unloading stuff. And gosh, people just started gathering around, right, as we were unloading and setting up our booth. And uh, that was kind of the start of it. Once they saw those parts that were specific for these cars, they understood that we had something they hadn't seen before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So as we fast forward through that early, those early beginnings, today, what are all the different categories that you guys cover for air conditioning systems for cars? And we've talked about hot rods, talked about muscle cars, but you guys are a bit broader than that, right? Right. We are building currently the air conditioners for the new Ford GT, the mid-engine sports car that Ford makes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And wow. we, we do for a number of OEM new cars. When you asked earlier about something people don't know, I should have said that because most people don't realize that we build air conditioners for the new car companies. Yeah. And, uh, wow. a number of European automakers like, uh, Koenigsegg, which is a Super, super. Oh, yes. <laughs> fast, high performance sports car. Yeah, big time. We do all of their, each one of those cars has our stuff. Over the years, it's been a number of cars that we've done, like the uh, Shelby uh, Series 1 uh, car many years ago. And some of the new car companies we're working with, we can't dis- disclose. Right. But uh, I would just say we're doing one for a very, for a high end uh, German car right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably about four or five new cars that we're building for right now. You know, it's pretty impressive, and that's one thing I think a lot of people don't know. Until you go to or you get inside a car manufacturer's, how many parts on cars these days are made by a variety of different suppliers? And when you think about it, a lot of times people think, well, cars, all the stuff in cars just come from that manufacturer. But I've been going to SEMA for years. I've gone to Auto Mechanica for decades. And you start to go, well, that looks like a switch out of a BMW. And the guy will say, yeah, we make those for BMW. <laughs> or that looks like a headlight right. out of so-and-so. So, yeah, I had the uh, design lead from Koenigsegg, Mikael Lindbergh, as a guest on my show uh, back not too okay. long. I think it was around 825, guest 825. And I've been around those cars and seen those. So that is impressive. You guys are not just making things for old cars. You're you're much, much broader. So I'm so glad that we, we mentioned that to our listeners so that they understand the, the full breadth of the manufacturing what you guys do. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors again. And when we come back, we're going to dive a little deeper into your personal history with automobiles. So sit tight, keep the air conditioner turned high because it's going to keep us nice and cool on this summer day. And we will be right back. When it was time to renew my last policy for my collector car, my carrier's rates went up. They went way up. But my usage was the same and I never had made a claim. No tickets, nothing. What's with that? American Collectors Insurance, that's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. The one I call my orange crush. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? I was too. 
So I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations, and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, am I glad I did. I'm saving hundreds of dollars. I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provide me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. What could be better than that? Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Let's step away from the conversation to talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through automotive-related events, car shows, and drives. Among those nonprofits is RPM Foundation, a terrific organization working to keep our favorite collector cars on the road. RPM was created to ensure that the specialized skills needed to care for classic automobiles, boats, and motorcycles continue to be passed down from generation to generation. They do this by supporting training for young people with a passion for restoration and setting them up with mentors who can share their valuable knowledge. So far, they've awarded more than $3.5 million to restoration education projects across 35 states. Incredible. To learn more about RPM or to donate to their mission, visit www.rpm.foundation. You'll be glad you did. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. All right, Jack, we are back, and uh, I'd love for you to share a story that instigated this personal passion you have for cars. You talked about building hot rods and having cool cars when you were a kid. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were indeed going to be a car guy? Um, yeah, let's see. So, you know, I, let me, let me say, one thing I want to mention a while ago we were talking, I'm sorry, yeah. but the one thing we really like about doing the work on the new car companies uh-huh. is the technology gain that we get from that by yeah. by doing those systems it brings us right up to the current technology that's really the main reason i do it 
you know, it is extra business, but the main reason I like to do it is because I'm a tech guy, I'm a technical guy, and I like to be involved in current technology, and that's been a big part of this for us. It really has helped us, uh, you know, with our product. Yeah. No, I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, I've had uh, the president of Edelbrock on this show, Don Barry, and when I went to visit their facility in California, uh, I couldn't talk about it specifically, but the number of manufacturers they make parts for, I couldn't believe. It was like every car there. I'm just going, what? He goes, well, you can't talk about this, can't talk about that. It's all proprietary, but I was shocked at the every brand you could think of was in that facility, which is tremendous. Well, let's get back to this question about you and your passion for cars. What was the first car that really did it for you? So the first car personally for me that gave me was that Model A I was talking about a while ago. That Model A was kind of the start, you know, my practical exposure to hot rods, you know, yeah. and, uh-huh. and, and performance cars. And so that has to be the one. And I drove it to high school and, you know, it was just, <laughs> wow. it was a big deal for me for a long time. And, and, uh, I got a lot of practice, you know, and I found out how not to do a lot of things, you know, (laughs) Yeah, because we were kids, you know, we were kids. And so we would do it the best way we knew to do. But then, you know, you get that done and you go, you know, that really wasn't that great. You could do a lot better, you know. Now, did you modify that car at all or was it stock? Yeah. First thing I did was pull that four cylinder out of it and put a Mercury V8 in it, flathead V8. (laughs) There you go. And, you know, and even that wasn't, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever driven a, a Mercury, you know, the Mercury V8s, they were, they were hot stuff, but without a lot of modification, they didn't really have a whole lot of power. But yeah. uh, so I immediately put an overhead valve Pontiac V8 in it. And then, of course, <laughs> you have to upgrade the drivetrain because it won't handle the power. So you, you go through, then you start at the front, put the motor, and then you realize you got to keep going. Put an open drive line in it and then a better transmission and so on. Yeah, that Ford Model A wasn't designed for all that power. Well, here's a question nope. that's a bit introspective for you, Jack. If you woke up tomorrow and you were actually manifest as a car, not what you want to be, but how you perceive your personality as a vehicle, what would Jack be and why? Gosh, I'm going to just go out on a limb here okay. and say a Bonneville or 1953 Studebaker, Whoa. you know, coupe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know? Why? Why? What? What's it about the Studebaker? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, first off, I like them. Uh, I like them. And my my uncle, when I was a kid, worked at a Studebaker. Uh, he managed a Studebaker dealership, and I mm. guess they always they come to mind all the time. And I have a '53 Studebaker Bonneville car. Oh, you do? Yeah, I ran. We ran at Bonneville a number of years. We we were running at Bonneville and. And uh, you, so you ran that car on the salt flats? Yes, sir. Yes, oh sir. Oh my did. gosh! What what kind yeah. of speeds were you hitting in that thing? Well, our exit speed was uh, in you know somewhere around two hundred forty miles an hour. What? Our average speed, uh, our average speed that we two hundred nineteen point something you know miles oh an hour. Oh my gosh! Uh, holy yeah. cow! Well, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that is incredible. Whoa. Okay, I had a lot of respect well, for you, Jack, but it just went up a few notches here, big fella. Uh, that's a well, lot of speed. Well, the Studebakers, <laughs> the Studebakers were just kind of built for that, you know. If you, yeah. uh, the '53 yeah. Studebaker, if you've ever seen one, they look like a they look they like look they're like about ten years. Of, yeah, they did, and so we got we did some work on Arrow. You know, we put a full belly pan under yeah. it. We put coolers all over the place because really, I wasn't building a Bonneville car. I was building a Really, a car that I could drive on the street, which I do, and could run across country, and you could put it on a road course, and still that car would do all of that. And and I've done all of that with that car, and it's been it's really been a lot of fun. I still had the car for years and years, and I still 
I've had a whole lot of fun with it. But it was just, I just thought of, uh, you know, a road race car, but uh, high rod. Yeah. But uh, still fast enough to go to Bonneville. And that, and it kind of worked out that way. We just changed tires and wheels. From Bonneville, wow. we put on one set of tires and wheels. And we go to the road course, and you put on another set of tires and wheels. And then when you go to the street, you go put on another set of tires and wheels. But everything else stayed the same. So that car, 53, they had the Starliner and the Starlight. So the, the Starlight? That's right. They're both coupes? Is that right? Yes, they're both coupes. Okay. Yeah. And the Starliner was a, was what we call a hard top. It didn't have a post between the front and the rear glass. Oh, no B-pillar. Okay. Yeah. 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 They're very, very, I mean, you think about, well, they're just crazy looking cars to begin with. But yeah, very progressive for their time. That is very cool. Wow. Well, that's a neat story. All right, Jack. Well, now that I know you're a speed racer, we're going to enter what I call the last <laughs> lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions. Okay. Ask you to give us some very quick kind of lightning round short answers, quick blips of that Studebaker throttle. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Well, you know, maybe along with the yoga, I try to watch what I eat. Uh-huh. I try to, and we, like I told you, I already told you, my wife and I walk every morning. Yeah. So we walk and exercise. Stay healthy. So, you know, yeah, yeah I mean, I think yeah. it's important. That's, yeah, I think it, I think it. You know, it, it doesn't seem so important when you're young, but as you get older, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm there. I'm getting there real yeah. fast. So yeah, you know, are. you start to realize, you know, maybe that was a good thing. Absolutely. I think that's been pretty important, really, uh, now because I'm in pretty good shape and I'm seventy something years old. So. Good for you. How about if I could arrange yeah. for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Who would it be? Well, you know, honestly. Tom Medley, a.k.a. Stroke and McGurk, the guy that did the Stroke and McGurk cartoon and all the magazines and everything, yeah. he was one of my best friends, and I oh. I think it might have to be him. I just, yeah. you know, we had the, so much fun. We went on a lot of road trips together, and he was, boy, he was a guy that was just, man, he had, he had done so much and seen so much. Uh, you know, he was just a cool guy, and, and I think it had, might wow. have to be Tom. Yeah, I think it might have to be Tom Medley. Very nice. I, I think love it. it might have to be Tom. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. How about the best automotive advice someone else has ever given you when it comes to automobiles? What would that be? I think maybe I still have to go back again to that thing about love, you know, love what you do and you never have to work again. And, you, you know, it's just. So maybe maybe it's uh, when it comes to buying a vehicle, buy a vehicle you love, not because you think it. Might be worth something, or someone else thinks it's cool. I like that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what? That's a good one. That's right. That is right because I think that's important. So you know, do something that speaks to you. You know, rather yes. than you know, we don't need to have the most expensive thing in the world to enjoy it. I mean, that's what high riding's all about. You know, that's what started high riding. If you think about it, yep. I mean, these guys come back from the war and they got these old Fords, and some guy drives by them in a Ferrari. You know, and he go, well. I'm not going to let that guy pass me again. So he goes into the garage and starts making it. And, you know, we've had hot rod guys build every kind of hot rod. You know, there's guys, and and I can name some, and most everybody listening could probably name some of those guys that build hot rods like O'Yella and got on the racetrack and raced that thing and was beating Ferraris and everybody else. Buy what you love. Yep. Yeah. I think that's part of the the hot rodding thing. 
Now, I always ask my guests for a great resource, an automotive resource in, in particular. Um, I would guess Vintage Air would be a perfect resource for people if they need such a thing. But is there another go-to for you? Now, this could be a website that you find yourself on a lot, or it could be a person in your life. It could be an app that you use every day. Uh, maybe it's your son who teaches you yoga. I don't know. Well, I tell you, if you came into my office, what you would see is you'd see a desk in the middle of it, but around every crack and cranny and every wall is every magazine that's ever been printed about hot rods and car and, and performance cars. Wow. Okay. I got bookshelves and it's just like stuff or just magazines. I got every hot rod. I got every rod and custom. I got every speed age. Yeah. And I, to me, I've always read car magazines. Yeah. And and that has to be for me because that was the beginning. That's what started it for me. I started reading Hot Rod Magazine. Yep. You know, and then I started reading Rod and Custom. And then I started reading, you know, all of that stuff. And that was, I was kind of living in a way through those magazines, I guess, a little bit. And then, then so that's when I got the idea to work on uh, get an old Model A and, and fix, fix it up. So. You must have been pretty proud when you uh, earned that Robert E. Peterson Lifetime Achievement Award, given Hot Rod Magazine and Robert's uh, uh, propensity for magazines and so forth. Yeah. You know, that must be pretty cool. I just, a few weeks ago, I had Mark Murthod on my show, and he has brought back the old cartoon magazine that Peterson published years ago, Cartoons. I don't know if you remember that yeah. when you were a kid. Yeah, oh yeah. But Mark yeah. has resurged that. He's now printing it again. Yeah, I even remember that magazine when I was a kid, along with things like uh, Mad Magazine and, and so forth. So uh, that's yep. pretty cool. Old car magazines. Well, speaking of reading, is there a particular book? Now, this could be a car book. It could be a self-help book. It could be a business-focused book. A book that you might recommend to our readers that you've enjoyed, that you learned something from? Uh, well... I'm going to have to give you a real boring answer on that. That's okay. But there's a book, and it's because where I'm from, where I live, but there's a book called Lone Star. Lone Star. And it's, okay. the, it's the history of Texas and the people who live there. So the history of Texas and the Texas. Okay. It's a great book. And even if you're not from Texas, I, I recommend it. I think it's a great book. Because buy a Texan. Okay, I'll have to get my hands on that, given that my dad grew up in Texas. So That's I've right. I've got some family history there, uh, for sure, that I'm very proud of. Yep. So, uh, Lone yep. Star. By a guy named Ferenbach, F-E-H-R-E-N-B-A-C, Ferenbach. Okay, awesome. We'll make sure I put that on Jack's show notes page, where you'll find everything that he's listed. So just go to carsyad.com, type in Jack Chisenhall, C-H-I-S. E-N-H-A-L-L, or just Jack, and you'll be able to find that page with all these great links. All right, Jack, we're up to the checkered flag here in this last question. It can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car today. Any car in the world, you can have anything you'd like, but there are a few rules that might make this game a little more challenging. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of cars with. You have to drive it. No garage queens allowed here, but here's the kicker. You can only have one cool collector car. That means every car you have now you have to get rid of unless you want to keep one, and then I don't have to buy you anything. So what's it going to be? Well, I'm going to go with one I, one I have. Okay, cool. Because I like it that much. All right, I love it. It's a 1940 Ford Coupe that belonged to Tom Medley, and after he passed away, I, uh, his family uh, asked me to buy it, and, and I have it now, and I would not sell that car. There's for anything. Nice. And uh, I've driven the car to Canada last year and to 
Biloxi Gulf Coast and all over the West Coast and all over the place. And there's no, you know, that's my number one. Yeah. You know, I love it when I have guests who have cars that they already love, even if they're not super valuable in a sense of monetary value. It's the history, the people behind it, the memories that we have from these vehicles. So I always smile big when my guests already have a car they want to keep forever. I think that's pretty darn cool. Jack, you have taken us on a very cool, fun ride today. I like the way I put that in there. I really enjoyed yeah. your stories. I want to thank you for spending some time with me today. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the Texas sunset in that 1944 coupe? Well, I think what has made the difference for me and in, in, in our business is once again, love what you do, and then work with the very best people that you can find. Yeah. No matter what you do, try to find the best people to work with. And that changed everything for me when I figured that out. <laughs> yep. You know, and made a lot of good friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so true. Very lucky. My, my son works for a great company, and my daughter does too. And they always talk about the great people they get to work with, the really strong people. And I have a nephew that works for Tesla, and I was talking with him today. And I said, you know, Tesla's just kicking, excuse my French, kicking butt. I mean, it's incredible what they've done. If you look at their stock prices, they're soaring. I mean, the stuff that Elon Musk is doing with all his different companies, I don't know how the guy does it. He must be an alien or something. And I asked my, my nephew, I said, hey, Michael, what do you like about being at Tesla? And he said, I'm surrounded by the best people. He said, mm. it's just so fun. Mm. And he said, and our customers, yep. they are like Apple computer customers. They have drunk the, the Elon Musk Kool-Aid. They love our products. I mean, to the point that yep. when something wow. goes wrong, they say they're sorry. They have to call us to get something fixed. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those fun brands, I think. But you're right, Jack. Uh, Mom was always right. Surround yourself with the best people. And you will do great things. So I appreciate those kind words. I'll remind all our listeners to go check out VintageAir.com. You can learn all about Jack's company and the great people that he works with there. Uh, if you have a need for some air conditioning systems that are a cool ride, that is the place to go. Jack, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with me and with the Cars Yow listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And I got to say this at the end. Stay cool. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. 
Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!